0: Good morning, everyone. Today's reading is from Luke 24, verses 1 to 12, and can be found on page 1061. So that's Luke 24, 1 to 12, on pages 1061. And the heading is, Jesus has risen. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who said this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened.
1: These last few days have been, well, horrible. On Friday, my friends and I watched Jesus die. We'd come down from Galilee to support him, and he'd been getting really popular, and he'd had such a great welcome when we first arrived. We never thought things would go wrong so quickly. There's nothing we could do. We didn't even dare get close to the cross where they killed him. I mean, Roman soldiers might have turned on us. So we just watched. There was a man from the temple council who came and took Jesus' body. We followed him and we saw him wrap it in some cloth and put it into one of those tombs that's like a little cave carved in the rock. The other women and I wanted to do something to help. So we went home and started getting ready some spices to to take, to put on the body like like you do for a funeral. By the time they were ready, the sun had gone down and it was the Sabbath. And you know what the rules are. On on a Saturday, you're not allowed to carry things or, or, or do any work. And so we just had to wait. My husband works for King Herod, and uh, so I was able to learn a bit more about what had happened to Jesus when he was arrested. He was taken by the temple guards and, and then passed to Pilate and Herod, and eventually back to the Roman soldiers to be killed. They all treated him so badly. I felt devastated. We, we all did. But we couldn't show it because we were so scared that the soldiers might arrest us too. So that brings us to this morning. It was still dark uh, and uh, I went, I met up with Mary and Mary and some of the other uh, friends of Jesus. And we went and took our spices to the tomb. I think Peter and John and the others, they might have been spotted if they'd gathered together as a group this morning, but the soldiers don't tend to bother with groups of women, so we were okay. It was quiet and cold, and we were a sad little group as we uh, made our way down to the tomb. It wasn't quite as we'd expected when we got there, because the tomb was just kind of standing open, and the stone that had been in the doorway had been moved we knew that it was going to stink. Uh, but we got our spices uh, to deal with the, the, the horrible smell of the body, and so, so we went straight in to get the job over with. It was dark inside the tomb, but you could still see straight away that Jesus' body was gone. There was, there was the cloth that he'd been wrapped in, but nothing else. And we didn't know what to think. And then suddenly, that little cave was full of light. And it was so bright that that you kind of couldn't really look at it. And then there were these two men, only they, they kind of weren't really men. They were, I don't know, they were, it was like they were so holy and scary that, that we didn't know what to do. And we, we fell down on the ground and we kind of hid our eyes from them. And they said, why are you looking for a living person among all these dead people. And and I can remember thinking to myself, but I'm not looking for a living person. I'm looking for Jesus and he's dead. And then it was a bit like they could sort of read my mind because they said, he's not here, he's risen. And then they reminded us of something that Jesus had said. It was back when we were in Galilee and he had said, the Son of Man must be delivered over to sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. And I'd forgotten all about that, but, but now I remember. He'd said exactly what was going to happen to him. He was right about it all, which means that he really was the Messiah. And now he's well what? He's he's not dead? And he's not gone. Is he alive? Well, we ran straight to Peter and to John and to all the others to tell them about what had happened. And to be honest, I think they thought that we'd gone mad. They certainly didn't believe us. Except maybe for Peter. Because apparently he's gone to look at the tomb for himself. And I know what he's going to find because I know what I saw. Jesus isn't there. Because Jesus is risen.
2: Thank you, Joanna. And uh, um, just to say, uh, because we're all together as a church family this morning for the whole service, um, uh, and we love to have the children here, if your children are a little bit restless, that's absolutely fine. OK, don't worry at all. Um, at the same time, if, you, if you're a, a nursing mum, we have a little room down the side here uh, in the vestry. It's got couches and stuff. So if you want to use those, we do have creation as well if you want to use it. But if your children are a bit restless, that's absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Now, this morning, because it's Easter Day, we're thinking about the resurrection, that fact that Jesus came back from the dead. And uh, in particular, there are two things I want to talk about this morning. The first one is that it had to happen. It just had to happen. It was always going to happen. And then I'll talk about that first of all. And then um, after we've sung a song, I'm going to talk about the second thing, which is that you have to believe it. So just those two things to talk about this morning: the resurrection. First of all, it had to happen. Second, you have to believe it. So first, the resurrection—it had to happen—and then second, you have to believe it. Good. We might come. Oh, we will come back to that. Okay. Now, uh, so first of all, the resurrection and uh, the fact that it had to happen. Now, um, uh, well, I've got some pairs here, so I'd like you just to finish off the pairs. So, uh, so for instance, antans. Okay, that's good. Now, um, it could be that you have... Um, I, I was very interested to see on that video earlier on that one of the angels was blowing bubbles. So... Uh, I've got some bubbles as well here, okay, and we've got some prizes. So if you want some bubble mixture, I'm going to go through these singer jigs here, and uh, we've got lots of bubble mixture. So, uh, uh, oh, by the way, it's probably best with bubble mixture that uh, you take most of it home, okay? Uh, because I imagine lots of bubble mixture, 20 bottles on the floor of the church, might be a bit slippery. You never know. So just go in the centre; that'll be fine. So, uh, uh, but we've got some bubble mixture, okay? Now, so okay, so we've got ants, deck. Uh, Anton what? Anton Frank. Can you catch? Let's see. Don't drop it. It might burst. Oh, well done. That's good. Okay. All right. Let's have another one. So uh, uh, Anton and, and We've got Marks and... Spencer. 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 Didn't hear any funny ones. Okay. And uh, so Marks and Spencer. And then we have Bucket and...
1: Spade.
2: Bucket and what? All right. All right. Bucket not Spade. I want to get rid of this stuff. Okay. Right. Uh, and then we've got Black and... Black and blue. Who said blue? There we are. Black and blue. Yeah, actually it's black and white. Black and Decker. All right. Come on then. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Okay. And um, uh, and then we've got bread and butter. Better and what? Butter. Yeah. Bread and butter. What, did you- Sarah? What did you say? Bread and hate. I don't understand that. But hope you can catch. Okay. And uh bread and butter and then we've got Brighton and... Hove, don't say relegation. Brighton and Hove, of course it is, yeah. And anyway, it's gonna be alright anyway, after the point yesterday. So Brighton Hove, and then wind and rain. rain. Yeah. Wind and rain. Freddie, what was that? Rain. Have that anyway. Great. Great Okay, wind and rain, and then we've got um fish and rain. Yeah. Stephen Boop, Demetrio, he's all primed up. Fish and chips, yeah? And uh, snap, crackle, and... Pop. pop! Yes, okay. Now, and then there's this one. Jesus' death and... Death. Resurrection. Actually, those things go together. So, when we're thinking about what's happening on, um, on Easter, uh, over the Easter weekend, we're thinking about Jesus' death and resurrection. They go together. Because it was always going to happen. It was always going to happen. In fact, the resurrection, we're seeing this morning that the resurrection had to happen. That's what we're thinking about. The resurrection had to happen. Now, just in the same way that uh, people who've got bubble mix have to blow bubbles, okay, it's going to happen, isn't it? The resurrection had to happen. Here's something else as well. Here's a giant Jenga. Now, Nat and Karas are going to come up here, and uh, uh, if we can, if the technology works, we might get a minute timer on, and they're going to build up this Jenga tower, hopefully to about this height. Go, start, hurry, hurry, you've got to go for it, okay? Whose guitar is this? You might want to get it out of the way. Can I lie it down? Lay it down. Keep going, keep going. That's fine, that's fine. Go on, teamwork. Oh, it's a bit wobbly. Come on, come on. Okay, 57 seconds. Got it. I want it up here within a minute. Okay. Keep going. You're, without it falling over. Go on. Got how many seconds? 47 to go. You're working well. It's good. It's good teamwork. It does look a little bit wobbly. It might go on your head there, Matt, but never mind. Higher, oh, that's good, that's good. Keep going, keep going. Don't hold it, just come on, keep going. Oh, no! Oh, disaster. <laughs> Thank you very much. Actually, it's not a disaster, because when you look well done, guys. <laughs> look, when you play Jenga, it's going to fall over, isn't it? that's the whole thing at some point it's going to fall over so just as for instance the bubble mixture down here give children uh, a little thing a bubble mixture they will blow bubbles jenga it will fall over it has to happen it's going to happen okay now when jesus died he was um, it was a bit like soap in water okay now when jesus died it was like death was squeezing jesus Like, I'm squeezing this bar of soap. And the firmer and the harder you squeeze, what's going to happen? That's what happens when you squeeze a bar of soap. And as as death squeezed Jesus, actually, he was going to come back from the dead. It had to happen. The resurrection absolutely had to happen. Now, let's look at the Bible. Let's look at Luke chapter 24 and verse 7. Let's look at verse 7 then, and see what it says. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day rise again. So in the tomb, there should have been a dead body. But the tomb Was empty. And then suddenly there were these two angels there. And uh, now have a look at verse 7. What do you think is the most important word in verse 7? I'll read it again. The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Now the most important word there is the word must Because the resurrection was always going to happen. Jesus was going to die for us, and the resurrection was always going to happen. Jesus said it was going to happen. The scriptures, the Bible, said it was going to happen. Jesus was God, and just in the same way... Where's my soap gone? Just in the same way that actually uh, you can't hold a bar of soap in your hands... Death is not going to be able to hold on to God Almighty. Because God is life. Jesus is life. He is the author of life. And Jesus could not be held on to by death. It was always going to happen. So this morning, the first thing is just simply this. The resurrection, it had to happen. It just had to happen. I'm going to come back in a minute and we'll look at the second part. Thanks, Tim. Uh, so on the first half, we, uh, we saw this, the resurrection, uh, it had to happen. And uh, now we're thinking about uh, the resurrection you... Have to believe it. You have to believe it. Now, um, let's see what happened on that first Easter Sunday morning. Uh, First thing was, um, they went to the tomb. I think that's probably a bit bigger than Jesus' tomb, personally. Um, And uh, the first thing I want to say now is, they went to the right tomb, but it was the wrong place. So what I mean is this. For instance, if you're going to buy a, um, well, let's say, a pair of trainers, would you go to Specsaver's? No, you probably wouldn't. Okay. What about uh, if you're going to buy, uh, uh, say, a bike, would you go to WH Smith's? No. Where would you go? Halfords. Okay. Okay. I suppose. Yeah. Halfords. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you're going to buy a, or if you're going to fill your car up with petrol, would you go to Lidl's? No. Where would you go? The cheapest anyway. place you can find, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, uh, oh, if you're going to get some shower gel, uh, would you go to, say, the flower shop at Hope Station? Uh, no. Where would you go to get some flower gel? Flower gel? Shower gel. <laughs> what is flower gel? Anyway, uh, if you're going to get some shower gel, where would you get that from? Lidl. Lidl's. Waitrose. Catch? Yeah, you might get to Waitrose if you want some really posh stuff. Yeah. And uh, uh, and then if you want to get a mobile phone, would you go to Homebase? No. Where would you uh, where would you go to get a mobile phone? Asda. Asda. Oh, thanks for doing the bubbles, by the way. If you're on some bubbles, you need to come near the front. Okay. Now, okay. So, the point is this. Going to the tomb on the first Easter Sunday morning was just like going to Specsavers to buy a pair of trainers. It was just like going to WH Smith to buy a bike. It was just... Uh, like going to Lidl's to buy petrol. It's just like going to a flower shop at Hove Station to get the shower gel. It's just like going to, what do we say, home base, to get to buy a mobile phone. It's just going to the wrong place. Now, have a look in verse 5, towards the end of verse 5. Look what the angel said. Why do you look for the living among the dead? So it's basically, saying, "The girls, you come to the wrong place. Well, it's great you're coming here with the spices to anoint the body. That's a good thing to do, but you come to the wrong place because he's not here anymore. He was, but he's not here anymore." You know, you don't go to a graveyard if you're looking for someone who's alive. And you don't go to a tomb to anoint a corpse with spices to stop it from smelling bad if he's actually alive, if he's actually risen from the dead. And that's what we celebrate on this Easter Sunday morning. Right tomb, wrong place. The second thing is this. So we've seen right tomb, wrong place. But the second thing is this. There's nobody there. By which I mean there is no body there, and there's also nobody there. So look at verse 3. When they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. The tomb was empty. Now, the tomb is probably not very big. I mean, there'll be enough room to squeeze in with the body and to leave it on the ledge there, uh, but not much more room than that, because they'd, they'd taken it out of the rock. They'd kind of excavated it. And, uh, uh, and then, uh, so you've got the, you've got Mary, Mary and Joanna there. And then there are a couple of angels. I think it was probably getting rather busy. And a bit like, uh, you know, going to work on the train in the rush hour kind of thing. And uh, it was all a bit up close and personal what was going on there. And the angel said, look at verse six. uh, He is not here. He is risen. Those are seven most important and and huge words that have ever been spoken uh, in the world, in world history. He is not here. He is risen. He is not here. He has risen. Not that someone nicked the body. Not that the Romans thought they might keep the body safe just in case... Someone else might nick it. Um, it wasn 't that Jesus hadn 't died. he had died and he had come back from the dead. He's risen just what we're told here right tomb, wrong place, nobody there. And then the third thing is this um, in, in the first place, the disciples didn 't believe it. The first people had to be convinced about the resurrection were Jesus' followers, because no one was expecting it. They just weren't expecting it to happen. It was a huge surprise. So look at verse 11, for instance. They believed the women. They went back to find the other guys, and they didn't believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. The resurrection on that first Easter Sunday morning, the resurrection was a massive surprise. No one was expecting it to happen. No one was thinking, oh, we'll be back from the dead soon. No one on yesterday was thinking, tomorrow morning is going to be great. You will not believe what's going to happen tomorrow morning on that first Easter weekend. It was a massive surprise. And even when they were told it, they began to ponder, they began to think about it, but the, the, the first disciples didn't actually believe it. Now, because they had to be convinced... We can, I think that makes, means that we can be sure they didn't make it up. They did not make it up. This wasn't a story which they thought, I know, I know what we'll do. We'll make it up about the resurrection. We know Jesus is dead. We'll make it up. And actually, a lot of those early disciples, they died for this belief that Jesus came back from the dead. Loads of them lost their lives because of this story, this truth, this fact about the resurrection of Jesus. They didn't believe it, first of all. Later on, many of them died for it. Something's changed. Jesus is back from the dead. So, as we're thinking about the resurrection this morning, you have to believe it. Please, you have to believe it. Right tune to the wrong place. Nobody's there. They didn't believe it. They didn't make this up. So, uh, I wonder, could you turn to a uh, neighbor? You've got... About 15 seconds, okay, and uh, and I'd like you to uh, finish this sentence. Not to believe in Jesus' resurrection is 15 seconds. Have a little chat. Okay, what do you reckon? Not to believe in Jesus' resurrection is well, I thought earlier on, and I thought actually really difficult. Not to believe in Jesus' resurrection is really difficult. Because actually, all we're seeing this morning is saying, this really happened. What, what else do you come up with? You might have some honestly funny ones. I'm sure Stephen has. What else did you say? Who wants some bubble mixture? Have some bubble mixture anyway, Kerry. Oh, I well, have some as well. Here we go, come on. There, there's more. All right. Yeah, what would you get? Not to believe in Jesus. Did you want some bubble mixture? What did you say? Death. You're not to believe in Jesus' resurrection. It's death. That's very good. Should I come back? Okay, that's good. What else have we got? A couple more, and then we'll move on. Not to believe in Jesus' resurrection is... Yeah. Bad, yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. And not to believe in Jesus' resurrection is... Stupid. Stupid. It's a bit rude. <laughs> yeah? Is... Down, yeah, not to believe in Jesus' I'll come back to a minute. Not to believe in Jesus' resurrection is down in the dumps. Thank you very much. Now okay so we 've seen this morning uh, a couple of things first we 've seen that the resurrection it had to happen, and then the next thing, as we saw, the resurrection, you have to believe it. those are the two things that we 've seen this morning: the resurrection had to happen, and uh, you have to believe it molly and uh, so 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 that 's what we uh, so 're seeing this morning. Um, and when you have to, when you, when you have to believe it, believing it is being committed to it. Believing it is being committed to it. Those first disciples, because so committed to it, they were actually, a lot of them even died for it. So believing in it is being really committed to it. So for you, do you believe it? Whatever age you are, do you believe it? Are you really committed to it? Do you really believe it? Yes? No? Not so sure? Don't know? Well, if you don't believe it, or you're not quite so sure, then um, can I just say, look, in the chairs in front of you, we've got these cards, okay, double-sided, and on this side here, it talks about small groups, and we're uh, doing a small group just centrally. And it would, uh, just after Easter, so they're going to start, not this next week, but the week after, okay? Um, and if you would like to join a little group that's looking at these things further, the Christianity further, looking at the Bible together, then just fill in one of these cards here uh, and pop it in one of the boxes by the exits or give it to me or Tim at the end of the service and we'll make sure uh, that we tell you more about what is going on there. Uh, if you do believe it if you really believe it, this will change your life. And this will change your eternity. Because Jesus Christ is back from the dead. So this morning, the resurrection, it had to happen. It really had to happen. And then the other thing we've seen is this. You really have to believe it.